Hello, welcome to We Don't Talk About The Weather, episode 10, strong and stable podcasting. That to the uninitiated may just sound like screaming and crying. I'm Adam, and I'm here with Hugh. Hello. And we're here to talk about the week's election news, Mm. and news in general. (laughs) Man, it's not gotten any better. How's your, um, how's your election buzz coming? Um, well, I've given up drinking now. (laughs) (laughs) God damn (laughs) Because I've almost... Triangulation. Try, I almost triangulate your election buzz. I almost drove myself insane. <laughs> so, I've reduced my drinking. Um, yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, small brain, you know, drinking to make your way through the election. galactic size brain. <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol dependency syndrome. Yeah, it was getting towards that. Um, yeah, it's been a shit week. Mm. It's been a real shitty week. Um, it's all coming out now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. well... So, there hasn't really been any other proper news. Although, no, not really. There's like there's just election gaff. Lots there's, of election gaff. Yeah, there's no normal cycle of stuff. So there's no. no, there's nothing outside it. There's only election stuff. A bit like yeah. being in a war, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, except instead of a wartime correspondent, you've got Laura Ginsburg saying how brave <laughs> Theresa May's being from her shed. She's in a kind of war, in a way. A very particular class war. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, so let's just roll into it. So, yeah. what are we talking about first? Labour? Well, let's launch into Labour's. How Labour's week's been? Labour have been weird. Huh. Because you could look at it in a number of ways. <laughs> you could you could say that Labour are putting out policies that people are generally in favour of. Yeah. That... The Labour that Jeremy Corbyn seems to be doing quite well on the election trail. Like I've seen lots of footage of him interacting he seems well to, with people. He does people. really well live. Like yeah. that's his that's his thing. And I, I mean, you wouldn't get anybody to apparently say that, but yeah, I think it's worth bearing in mind. Um, but you've also got the Labour Party trying <laughs> to sink the election campaign, <laughs> and then and things like Simon Danshaw. Oh man! Yeah, he's going to be running. Yeah, he's going to be running. Oh my god! What um, were his crimes again? I can't. What were his particular didn't crimes? Didn't he, didn't he sexed he, a lot of people? Didn't he sexed a teenager? I believe he did. I thought he was going to go down the it's, Neil Hamilton. And he's from Cyril Smith's constituency as well, isn't he? <laughs> is he really? Oh yeah, of course he is. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's a <laughs> cursed, like a cursed constituency. Chesterfield or. Um... Rochdale. <laughs> Somewhere like that. Rochdale, yeah, that's the one. Mm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so he's... <laughs> I always thought he'd go down the Neil Hamilton route, where, like, disgraced former MP, you know, he'd open village fates and, you know, go on... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Do um, Miss Rochdale competitions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> open Dan Chuck's Little Beauties. <laughs> <laughs> Do not diddle kids. <laughs> you must not diddle kids. <laughs> um... And then you've also got people like Wes Streeting oh, with man. a West majority Street of about Street. 500 mm-hmm. <laughs> campaigning hard to not be re-elected saying he wouldn't vote for himself. Um, although I saw pictures of him today with Sadiq Khan campaigning with him. Sadiq Khan looking really, really pissed off that he's even bothering. <laughs> well, Wes Streeting was the person who, when the Labour conference... Um, decided to drop McDonald's as one of their um, uh, sponsors. Yeah. Went to a McDonald's. I presume there was one nearby because, of course, there was one nearby. 
and like took a kind of a photo behind the counter, which to be honest is a dream of mine. Like you get behind that counter, you get to, you get to see all the magic. Bit, you get to see where the magic happens. Like the powdered egg, yeah. the sweat meat. Ooh. Well, McDonald's mm. now has because they've got the little boxes, don't they? Where they've got all the food, like in little, like all, do you see? Like yeah, the, sometimes when you get to peer behind the the Wizard of Oz's curtain, you know the um, you get to see the like the, the mechanical nets. You know that they have <laughs> metal kind of grates. They had it in Dark City, like the like with the hot vending machine type thing, with the little hot cupboards. Oh yeah, with the things that flip around, like those Japanese vending machines, like Japanese yeah. like meal rooms. Or... Yeah, and it looks kind of like that in a McDonald's, yeah. where it's just got lo- like a big locker of sweaty products. I think yeah, because I hate McDonald's so much. <laughs> it's because you can't have it. That's why you hate it. I wasn't keen on it before. <laughs> More. No, I it's I've been fully indoctrinated. Like that's that's the whole thing. Like you go there you when are. you are. I've seen you... your order. Yeah. I've seen your order the biggest thing on the menu and then a standby burger in case the thing yeah, isn't good enough. A, you need an extra thing, you know. <laughs> your arteries will thank you. <laughs> all, no, the, all the meat I don't eat is <laughs> counteracted by the sheer amount that you do. <laughs> Um, no, it's indoctrinated to you when you're a child. You go there for your birthday. You go there like it's 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 indoctrinated into you that that sweet bread, that <laughs> sugary sugary bread, is the height of like good food, good feeling food. You can't break it. Yeah, it is proper. Um, make it, you feel good food because it's all it. just high sugar, high yeah. fat. It's yeah. just mm. it, yeah. But anyway. This was about an actual yeah. kind of point of principle and that they didn't want um, uh, sponsoring the Labour Party conference. It didn't really <laughs> set the right tone no. um, to go in, but he immediately went out because um, all the proles, he, as far as he sees it, all the proles love McDonald's and actually supporting McDonald's is a working class like goal. It's a socialist goal. No. And it's like, you know what? Cheap like food is... Like cheap good food is yeah, but that isn't cheap good but food. But that's also not cheap good food. <laughs> no, no, it's not. McDonald's is not cheap good food. You know, it's. I don't know where. What it's is... the gusto with which he What's immediately the best went cheap out. Cheap good and... food that you have in this country at the moment. I mean, our, our food supply is pretty fucked as far as like good spoons. Weatherspoons. Weatherspoons is a good one, but that's a that's a that's a generalized thing. That became a thing on the like left Twitter for a for a good long what? while. I think it still is. It's crazy. It's um nationalizing spoons. Because yeah, it's, it's, it's like the closest you get to, you know, in uh, the old East Germany and East Berlin, hmm. um, you have those workers' cafes still, where it's uh, you can go in there and you get cheap food, and yeah. it was it was always a staple of the old GDR, yeah. and they're still around. It's that, but where we never had a revolution, where we never had a, a, a socialist government. Maybe Corbyn should say he's going to nationalise spoons. It'd be great. I'd love that. I'd really like that. And then it would be counter-revolutionary to go to Yates's. Because frankly, even with command... Because it already is counter-revolutionary <laughs> to go to Yates's. Even with command-style economics, I mean, you could probably, like, and shortages and things like that, you could probably knock half of those beers off and everyone would still be happy. Oh, yeah, most of that beer's shit anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's shit, I'm just saying it's unnecessary. It's the pint yeah. of Carling and a plate of chips. Like, <laughs> No, I don't want a pint of Carling. But, um, yeah, so he went to McDonald's because he's... Doesn't like the Labour Party. Well, he just uh, it tells and he you, hates Corbyn. It tells you what kind of what kind of Labour politician he is. Yeah, he's. That, in, I know he's in progress. In that, yeah, he loves the progress. The Blairite. Yeah, organisation. Uh, it's the, literally the, a Blair, the, It's the Labour Right. Yeah. yeah, they call it's themselves the, Blairite. It's Labour Right momentum, which kind of makes the anti-momentum kind of push mm. and attitudes kind of ludicrous. Mm. But West Streeting did say 
in an interview to not vote for Jeremy Corbyn that he couldn't yeah. in good conscience he said I want the Labour Party to uh, be in government but I won't I can't bring myself to vote for Jeremy Corbyn as, as PM so he's, he is going to lose his seat and it's like also you know that you don't vote for him as PM like yeah. he's just leading your party he just becomes PM yeah it's <laughs> but yeah he's Ilford North is um, like a proper marginal <laughs> yeah it's uh, he's got a majority of 589 which is 1.2% and second place in 2015 only two years ago remember it's yeah. crazy to think that but uh, second place were Conservatives we've well, got to remember the election yeah that election was only two years ago yeah. and David Cameron was right you should vote for David Cameron because under Ed Miliband it would be nothing but chaos and confusion <laughs> but um yeah, yeah. It just West tells you, an idiot. It just tells you the kind of he's got that kind of cultural pivot where it's like, I'll defend McDonald's, but I won't defend a living wage. Mm. That kind of thing, mm. you know, actual material things that would make people's lives better. Also, he did. He's, he do, he's not into that business. He's, he's into like making himself seem as working as down with the working class as possible, which yeah. apparently comes out of some kind of uh, Ken Loach film from the sixties. Yeah. Um. Watch, I, don't, I bet we didn't like. In chaos. fact, I don't even think it's that because the no. working class people in Ken Loach films actually had agency yeah. and were just mindless <laughs> eating and benefits machines. Yeah, or portrayed as that. Well, know? he's also one of the one of the main ones of the Labour Party pushing the whole the Labour Party's anti-Semitic under Corbyn thing. Oh, is he? Um, it's because Ilford North has it's. I think it's got one of the largest Jewish populations mm. of any constituency. Yeah, and so he thinks that you know that all. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know if he. I'm not even sure if he thinks that it will make get him more votes because I'm not the even person sure he'll be up against a, who had big... it before. Well, the person who had it before is Jewish, hmm. um, conservative friend of Israel. Yeah. If you're going to go for the, if he's a sound political operator, <laughs> does he really think he's going to be able to take the Jewish vote from? a Jewish person by saying that he's in an anti-Semitic party. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And, you know, we've said it before that the Labour Party isn't anti-Semitic. No. <laughs> even if it, no. even if there are people in the Labour Party that are anti-Semitic, there's more people in the Tories that are anti-Semitic. <laughs> yeah, they're just, they're just... There's a whole strain of the Labour Party that's just hilariously out of touch whenever they, whenever they try to do that. It was um, uh, Andy Burnham the other week mm. when he was talking about the barista visas. I think I can't remember whether I mentioned this. Yeah, he was complaining um, about. He was um, talking about, um, you know, he was uh, at least, uh, you know, at least attacking the Tories on something. I suppose it's a, a political manoeuvre that. He was attacking made, the Tories on letting people sense. on letting was, migrant workers into the country, which is. <coughs> disgusting I mean I don't know where he was coming from it was a, just a tweet but he said oh what is it you don't want to pay more for your posh coffee we don't want to queue heaven you know, forbid oh yeah, they wanna, have to queue for their posh coffee have, you have to queue for your posh coffee and it's like what is your people's obsession with croissants and coffee yeah. you all have croissants and coffee and it's like oh I'm going to go to you know Aldershot where the real people live yeah. where they only have six or seven costas yeah you know and they only have the one Waterstones it's like, it's not a it's not a province, and it's like they've stopped updating themselves around the year two thousand. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So it's okay to come out and say how much you love like Oasis and fucking McDonald's and all that kind of stuff. All yeah. those cultural signifiers. You could see Andy Burnham Brit pop when they first came in. Yeah. Andy Burnham trying to get like a cheap pop from a from a Labour audience by saying what even is a frappuccino? Mm. But everyone there knows exactly what a frappuccino is because virtually everyone there has around Christmas time, eating one of those giant cake coffee things. <laughs> and he's got whipped cream over his face, and it's, oh, it's a nightmare, and then he wakes up. 
<laughs> yeah, the Labour Party is... It's weird, because Jeremy Corbyn's saying good things. Like, today he said about... Um, he was talking about Orgreave again, mm. because that's a thing that should be dealt with yeah. and talked about. Yeah. Like, I saw there was... um, And that's the thing with the... When the Labour Party are accused of anti-Semitism, Seamus Milne has been getting some quite proper anti-Semitic abuse yeah. online. There was, um, who was the new, um, there was a new, because um, it's uh, Matt Zarb Jones, and I think, Schneider. he's gone out, and it was uh, someone called someone Schneider, Schneider yeah. came in, and uh, Camilla Long in the Times said, uh, what are these Transylvanian posh Transylvanian hued. Transylvanian hued. Yes. Something of the night about them. <laughs> but it's, um, <laughs> you know, and there's people on Twitter talking about how um, these and the same ones who, when they were talking about Bernie, were talking about how um, it was Bernie Sanders and his kind of person that let the Nazis in. <laughs> Bernie Sanders lose family in the Holocaust. I think he probably did. <laughs> but oh, it, it, it seems that. Even if they paid attention in history, that they've excised that part of their brain Mm. to, I don't know, put in the collective works of blur. I mean, like, yeah, okay, like, the media is usually useless in elections, but there seems to be more of an irrational kind of bloodlust this time. There's definitely... They definitely want to be in the strain in like the future history book of the there was that history book the strange death of liberal Britain about the death of the liberal party in the early twentieth century mm. and it's like they're trying to get into the footnotes of the strange death of Labour mm. you know the history book that's going to be written in ten years they they're all queuing up to be the one who, to be the one the one who writes who got it him. yeah you know it's um it's naked I mean I've been coming to this I talked last week about how I felt I feel like such a fucking idiot all the time mm. because I go up to I go to people's like liberals' uh, twitters and and their their the articles that they write, expecting some kind of liberal value, some mm. kind of uh, open mindedness, rational, rational analysis, tolerance, anything that they have spent the entire of the last two decades preaching mm. at the kind of the so called regressive left or the hard left about, mm. and they don't show any of it when no, they they have li- got their fucking teeth in, and uh, they're just was, classical liberals. I was I was saying it to you earlier on. It's it's like I've. I've fucking been a socialist for, I'd say, 10, 15 years. Hmm. And I finally understood class interest. <laughs> I finally understand, oh yeah, they're all part of one particular class. And they're expressing their interest yeah. within a body politic. It's, yeah, yeah it's insane. I, I, feel like, I feel like an idiot every single day. <laughs> Further on, uh, this week, um, there's, they've tried to pin uh, Jeremy Corbyn again on, Lab- on uh, Trident. Yeah. Um, Shadow Defence Secretary Nia Griffith insisted that Labour's fully committed to Trident, but Jeremy Corbyn has still refused to be drawn on that kind of thing. He said he wouldn't um, fire a first strike against a country that hasn't used nuclear weapons already against us. I saw that that Michael Fallon has been saying that, the Defence Secretary, and that's mental because even North Korea haven't said that they'd do a first strike. Well, Theresa May has said she would use nuclear weapon, uh, uh, authorize a first strike against countries that were thinking of attacking Britain. Yep, and that's how you win the world. Yep. Um, I saw Tim Farron is in favour of um, nuclear weapons because 
it's hard to press him with, with regards to the sin of homosexuality. <laughs> but I distinctly remember the bit in the Bible where he said you can kill as many people with nuclear hellfire as possible. <laughs> no, the um the thing where with... you find their children, smash their head with a thermonuclear bomb. <laughs> but it's um the thing with Jeremy Corbyn and Trident is nuclear weapons are bad. They're really bad. They're, they're utterly, they're and utterly useless. Also, the thing about a first a... strike, you can't use our ones as a first strike. Mm. You can't. You can't get... Well, we won't be able to get permission to use them as a, for a first strike. Yeah. And who would we use them against anyway? Maybe Spain. Not coming <laughs> war with Gibraltar. <laughs> um, or maybe an upper the Isle of Man when they have an independence movement. <laughs> when Spain takes the Isle of Wight... <laughs> But they would rather die in the harsh nuclear winter the thing is, than ever submit to speaking Spanish even slightly. <laughs> the thing, the trident, Have you ever had paella? Disgusting! Paella's lovely. <laughs> um, the Trident missiles don't... They've been failing a lot as well. That's the thing that really yeah, gets so me. They, they like, try they, to cover it up. They yeah, try to cover up they the lie about that it. The, uh, the launch She lied failed. in Parliament yeah. about it and has lied about it numerous times about it failing. Yeah. And when they, when they fail, it's not as funny as when a rocket fails from North Korea because yeah. our ones actually work, and so yeah, potentially, yeah. yeah. And so you see the videos of like of the rockets just spiraling and spiraling and then splashing down, yeah. And those are ones without a nuclear warhead on the end. <laughs> it's just it's just upsetting. And I, for one, would rather a prime minister who wasn't in favour of nuclear war. I've just finished rewatching the last series of the Mitchell and Web that Mitchell and Web look. Yeah. I don't want the event. <laughs> I don't want a Prime Minister in favour of the event. You know she'll be the host of the game show. Mm. <laughs> mm. Just lying continually. What happened to the event? We don't know. We just don't know. <laughs> what caused the event? <laughs> we don't know. Do not think about it. But yeah, yeah. so there's that and Tony Blair um, is at it again. Oh he's gonna man. run. Did he Speaking say he was gonna run against strategic nuclear strike, mate? <laughs> Did he say he was gonna run against Kate Tony Blair? Um, he hasn't said anything. I don't think he said anything particularly yet. Hmm. But um, he has. Uh, let me just quote. He's had two different press releases this week, both saying the same thing. Two different speeches. Okay. Both saying a, with a similar kind of theme. Um, I couldn't personally support somebody in an election who was going to say, I'm just going to sign up to Brexit at any cost. That isn't the position of the Labour Party, but leave that to one side. This mm. is something that is bigger than party allegiance in this particular election. Mm. He's going into business for himself again. Deselect it's, it's, him. Deselect him. Deselect him from well, life. Just, ex, ex, just kick him out of the party. Just completely uh, well, kick him I mean, out of the party. That is, a, that is on in every party, that is a thing. But, I mean, you can't kick him out now because it makes... It, it. I mean, I can't feed it anymore. I suppose it can't do any, do any more harm than it. He already is, but he's actively um, proposing that people vote against Tories in uh, pro Brexit Tories and support Lib Dems, yeah. pro Remain Lib Dems, and UKIP. Lib Dems have come out in favour of saying vote for UKIP in a seat where um, where they might be able to Fucking unseat hell. the Tories, and also that Lib Dem thing of vote for us. In like a in a marginal seat to like reduce the reduce a hard Brexit, they will go into coalition with yeah. the Tories. Mm. 
They will. Mm. They've done it before, mm. and they will again. The only reason they didn't do it the last time is because the Tories didn't need them. Also, have you noticed how ever uh, ever so subtly Tim Farron has realigned the Lib Dems to exactly the kind of position that Jer- that they've been attacking Jeremy Corbyn for all this yeah. time, yeah. which was we they vote like the referendum happened. We can't ignore yeah. it, but we're not going to like fuck ourselves over. Said specifically, he's not going to join the the Labour won't side of the Labour Party, but will yeah. and so he'll side with the Tories. Yeah. But they've, or, but they've got that exact same thing of uh, Brexit's going to happen, but we're going to make sure it's a soft Brexit, whatever yeah. that means. They won't be able to do that if they were the Tories. Yeah. They might yeah. if they were in coalition with the Labour yeah. Party. There, but... was a, there was a great um, quote by uh, Harry Leslie Smith. You know the World mm. War One. No, it can't be World War One. World War II. Um, uh, RAF guy. RAF guy. Um, he's 90 years old. He just had a fucking absolutely sick burn. 94. On, on, yeah. On Tim Farron. Yeah. Saying uh, saying that the Lib Dems um, restrained the Tories in coalition is like saying that Myra Hindley restrained Ian Brady. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. That was fucking hilarious. There were um, fucking ninety four year old sick burns. Boom. That's there great. were obnoxious liberals on Twitter saying that he should he should apologise for that. It's like he's a ninety four year old man. He ain't apologising. <laughs> fuck all. He was also tweeting that isn't it funny that I have more speaking engagements for this election campaign than the Prime Minister. <laughs> He's being pretty savage. It's pretty great. I think he might be the probably the oldest person who's really taken to Twitter. Like, taken to it very well. Um, it was the war. We didn't have time for more than 140 characters. <laughs> it was rattling. That's where he learned. Yeah. He learned how to do sick burns. He, he learned the how experience to do... of Blitzkrieg left him with the theory that lightning sass... He learned to was use, by far the most effective form of modern warfare. He learned to make his burns efficient from S, from using um, Morse code. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was it was it was very great. There have been there have been some sick fucking burns so far. Um, there's no sense of again what we talked about with radical centrism a couple of weeks ago. Mm. It's like there's no sense that. The country's divided around party political lines. No. And there's no sense that there's actually things that people disagree with to be fought over. There's just one country Mm. in their minds, in his mind, in Blair's mind. Mm. There's one country and all we need to do is get all the faff out of the way. Yeah. And it's like that's... I mean, aside from the fact that that's a specifically philosophically (laughs) fascist viewpoint, Mm. it's also what Theresa May's been saying. Yeah. She's been saying... Everywhere I've gone, the country's united. It's like, what country are you seeing? Apparently, mm. fifteen people in in a shed in Cardiff. In a shed in Cardiff, pre-picked people in a shed in Cardiff. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's what she's saying everyone in Westminster's in my way, mm. and the country wants it because I am the country. But the- they've instrumentalised this Brexit thing so that it's just a club to beat their agenda in. It's mm. uh, and to see him doing the same thing again shows just how fucking he has not evolved. Since 1994, he has not. A t- he has no idea about what's going on. It's a really weird figure as well, because and they're treating him like he's a a, a brilliant prophet, like he's a he's a brilliant political strategist. It's like no, he's an old man. It could, he cannot think. It could do. I I think it would do the Labour Party good if they kicked him out. Mm. But Jeremy Corbyn made a big thing of this is it. We're done with Blair. Yeah. No, we're not even close to Blair anymore. Mm. And just went on that, and there's like um, I think they'd get a lot of people. Well, yeah, I mean they're, they're not, not losing. Lose. Let's, let's face it, they're not losing anybody who likes him because they've they've gone off. the Yeah, deep they've end already anyway. gone anyway. Yeah, 
Nick Cohen will say he's leaving the left again. <laughs> well, like um, Nick Cohen wrote an article saying about how um, it's what the hard left wants. They want to lose so then they can be like ideologically pure. And what? Oh, I know. Yeah. It's, I know. Uh, and he was saying like, um, it's actually pretty good to see that put into practice in a in a reverse image. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's it's amazing. But the thing is, he was um, he was saying like, oh, these people they should have voted for Ed Miliband to halt austerity if they really cared about getting rid of austerity. It's like Ed Miliband wasn't going to get rid of austerity. No, he specifically came and said austerity. That's yeah. good. Yeah, like controls on immigration etched in stone. Yeah. it was. It's what turned people off and what turns people on about Jeremy Corbyn because he's offering an alternative because there is an alternative, because yeah. there is a difference. Yeah, there know? is. And it's not it's not like the best difference for, for us, for what we think about things, but it's a space. Mm. It's a narrow space that might avoid this constant, like, um, this constant omnipresent threat of fascism that's then used to reinforce liberalism. Mm. You know, it's vote for the fascist or vote for the liberal. Yeah. So yeah, the Labour Party yeah. a bit, mm, and yeah. Tony Blair needs to fuck off and die. Yeah, and oh, it's that thing of oh, I'd forgotten about Kate Hoey mm-hmm. in Vauxhall. I'd completely forgotten about her because I don't know her. What's her? She's what's the her Labour deal? Party. She's like one of the worst members of the Labour Party. She's head of the Countryside Alliance <laughs> in Vauxhall. How did I miss that? In she's Vauxhall. In, in Vauxhall and massively against the fox hunting ban. <laughs> But Actually, she's... I've been through Vauxhall late at night. Like, I can see why you'd be against foxes. No, they're great. <laughs> Fuck you. City foxes are great. And idiots who say like, "Oh, they kill my chickens in my garden." They're foxes. They eat chickens. What's your chicken doing in a back garden anyway? Keep it in the house. They're not Princes of the road. <laughs> they are. But um, yeah, she was massive. <coughs> she was a big leave the EU person. Um, okay. She was even on. Um... She's Labour. Yeah, she was on Farage's boat. Um, and it, yeah, she's she's a piece of shit, really. She's, yeah. she, I don't I don't understand how she's in the Labour Party. Mm-hmm. She was one of those people that I think she was, I think she was a Trotskyist when she was a student. Oh, and it drove her insane, and so yeah. she uh, yeah yeah. It's that thing of you know when when Trotskyists make their vows to Trotsky's death mask, mm. and if you're not pure of heart, then it drives you insane. <laughs> it's like the black and white lodge in Twin Peaks. Yeah. You must approach Trotsky's mask with perfect courage, well, you know that, or else that your shadow self, you know, your libertarian self, will steal your there soul. There is that story that I think it was like the fourth incarnation. Was it the fourth International Brigade? I can't remember the name, the actual term, the name of their group, the the organisation that the SWP and all that kind of shit came out of. Yeah. Those kind, those that generation of trots. Mm. That the rumor is that they did make vows to Trotsky's death mask. <laughs> and it's one of those things where I couldn't give less of a fuck if it's true. Yeah. It's better if it is there true. Was a, there, to be honest, though, the Fourth International, there were a lot of fucking hilarious groups that came out of that. You've heard yeah. of the Posadists? No. The, uh, they're space Trotskyists. That sounds great. Um, they believe that communism is being uh, implemented by uh, UFOs and you've got to go and try and join them. Like Heaven's Gate. Uh, very similar to Heaven's Gate, except they just won't die! <laughs> except with red jumpsuits rather than blue. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so she's mad, and she's yeah. she's really obnoxious, and it'd be nice for her to lose her seat, but she's also a Labour and B. Yeah. Weirdly. Bafflingly. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of fringe groups, um, we did hear this week, I don't know why this was reported, because I haven't heard anything about... Uh, the Communist Party being reported in mainstream media, you know, ever. Well, yeah. Um, the Communist Party... Um, Which one? 
they're just called the Communist Party. I was the Communist Party of Great Britain. I think they're Communist Party GB. Are they them? Um, Which one is the one with the pictures of Stalin? And... Uh, not them. I don't think it's them. I think they might be are the, a Trotsky. Are these the ones that are the, morn- do, are these wanna... the Morningstar ones? Uh, yes, they are, yeah. Okay. Um, they've uh, declared that for the first time in uh, 50 years, they're not going to put up any MPs um, and going to encourage everybody to vote for Jeremy Corbyn. But what will Daz do? <laughs> well, he was class war. He was anarchist. <laughs> He's still standing. I don't give been, a fuck, Daz. I've been following class war's Twitter and it's been pretty great. Because yeah. I think one of the first posts I saw was um, pictures of all three leaders and nooses. Because <laughs> 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 God bless them. But yeah, so they're not going to be putting up anyone and throwing their full support behind... They're throwing their full support behind uh, Corbyn, all eight of them. And, uh... It's more than eight of them. <laughs> no, there are. They're, they're actually a, they're a reasonably big group. Uh, as far as... As far as, as, far like, as, far, as, far as far card-carrying communists go. Yeah, as far as the, the, like, the far-left kind of splinter groups go. Hmm. Um, it was, I just wanted to mention it because there was this amazing like, uh, counter-quote because the Conservatives obviously had to get someone up to respond to this. Uh, Tory MP Amanda Milling claimed the Communist endorsement showed the risk of voting for Labour. Her quote, Let this sink in. Jeremy Corbyn has been endorsed today by a party who wants to close down businesses, leave the protection of NATO, and hike up taxes to a level never before seen in this country. And it's like, fairly modest goals, to be honest, for a a revolutionary (laughs) Communist Party that wants to invent the Soviet new man. (laughs) <laughs> Just like the idea is like, what we do is we storm Parliament, we set up people's courts, and we construct a strongly worded letter saying we're leaving NATO. <laughs> All power to the Soviets and a hundred percent inheritance tax rise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the small brain. We'll fucking... put VAT on everything. <laughs> Jaffa cakes aren't on VAT at the moment. It will be. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. It's, it's just like the, small, like the small-brained people responding to that kind of thing. That I don't, you know, I've not, I'm not au fait with uh, Communist Party manifest- manifestos and, and them that deeply because it's there's a ton. Of, there are tons of them. Yeah. Um, but you know, I know that they want more than you know. <laughs> A strongly worded letter to NATO and VAT on Jaffa Cakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do want a bit more than that. <laughs> oh, it made me laugh. Yeah. Um, well, it's quite good, actually. It's not that surprising that the first time I'll happily vote for the Labour Party, the Communists are doing it too. <laughs> um, so from the left to the right. Oh, did you want to talk about the Lib Dems first? Let's talk about the Lib Dems. Do you want some more Lib Dems? Um, Let's have some more Lib Dems, because they're so terrible. Tim Farron. Yeah. Yeah. He's a real piece of work. Yeah. Like, there was there was Sheila Fogarty on, you, on um, LBC today, mm-hmm. talking about how this going on about his religion mm-hmm. and his religious views mm-hmm. is just bullying. Mm-hmm. Now, Sheila, I... Sheila Fogarty's a Catholic. Yeah. And... She has some specific religious views that come into line with Tim Farron, so that's probably why. They worth. usually do. Yeah. But the, the the gist of it was, and there was an article in The Guardian saying, like, 
oh, just because, you know, he thinks that homosexuality is a sin, that doesn't really matter. Mm. does matter. Mm. Because they're, they're making out that he's been... He's always been quite good on, like, abortion rights and um, LGBT issues, and he hasn't been. He specifically voted to reduce term limits, well, you know, to mean, lower term limits, the main, because the... he doesn't believe in abortion. He thinks that <laughs> they're all, you know, yeah. dead angels, yeah. or whatever it is that pro-life people think. Yeah. Um, and he didn't vote for equal marriage at all. Yeah. He was in favour of it. For like, I think the first two bits, but then he pulled out and was away, and so didn't turn up to vote. Um, when it was turned, when it turned out that it was they were going to make publicly paid civil servants hmm. actually do do an equal do a gay marriage if they were against it, yeah. which you know they should. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's and the that's the important issue. He's. He's a homophobe. Yeah. And he votes like a religious homophobe. <laughs> so can... why is he in the liberal fucking Democrats? He's just a Tory because he's in favour of privatising things and getting rid of abortion and not letting gays marry. This sounds like old school Tory. He <laughs> just sounds like, like Nadine Dorries. sounds like a Republican. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm more concerned with... I mean, the problem is if you let um, that kind of... Uh, rampant kind of uh, tribal religiosity in mm. you know they all they all gather around the polling boxes mm. and they all talk in their language <laughs> latin <laughs> yeah they all they all vote the same way and of course they're bound by tribal loyalties aren't they <laughs> oh no that's just look for ramen in tower hamlets <laughs> Oh, don't you can't defend Lufthansa Raman. He was a fucking piece of shit. No, the response to Lufthansa Raman was pretty shit. Yeah, he was a cunt for a long okay, time. Okay, right. They're, they're, no, like, there, there, sure are, there they are better. There are there are better hills to die on than the defending Lufthansa Raman. Not defending Lufthansa Raman. Yeah, but the yeah, you're right about the, um, no, the criticism come on, of him. Come on. The criticism it's, of him was, was like about... he's a dusky man with his yeah. dusky family. Well, no, it was it was not just that. The thing is, it wasn't just mm. his family. It was the whole talk of tribal loyalties. It was the whole talk of his religion and his identity overriding everything else. And now you actually have a case where his his religious identity does specifically point to a series of political preferences. Yeah, and the liberals come out to he defend is him. fucking allowed to have. We don't have to have, and you can call people out on actually supporting that if they say that they are liberals. Yeah. If they are Lib Dems. What's that? I mean, you know, if, if all of the all of the fuss around kind of um, attacking his uh, religious stuff, I I wouldn't have done a survey at the time, but Sadiq Khan's mayoral campaign. Yeah. It was exactly the same shit, mm. and I'm gonna bet that they didn't call it out then. No, no. Um, well. Zach Goldsmith's running again. Oh, in his same seat. I think it is. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, so oh, that'd be nice to see him lose again. Um, but also with the Lib Dems, it's that weird thing with, um, especially when it comes to something like LGBT issues. Mm. If I said, because of my religion, I am completely opposed to mixed marriages. Mm. Mm. I'm opposed it's the to next place you go. I'm yeah. opposed to women earning the same as men. Yeah. Or things like that. I would be rightly pilloried. Yeah, I'd be yeah. rightfully pilloried for that. If they said like and he's not because it's kind of okay still to mm. to do that kind of shit. And it's just fucking disgusting. Um I did see a funny thing with the Lib Dems though. Yeah. So Nick Clegg did a thing saying, Can I have some money please? And they've got a donation 
website. To set up a Patreon. <laughs> uh, pretty much, but not nowhere near as advanced. Because <coughs> this donation page it costs more... It doesn't have a lower limit on how much you donate, mm-hmm. but it costs, to, costs them money to process it. Uh-huh. So people have been donating a penny. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of pennies. <laughs> Separate donations of a penny that are probably... Each one is definitely going to cost them more than a penny to process. So I think they might have taken it down now. <laughs> but I think that's pretty what great. What was he raising money for? For his election campaign. Is he standing again in uh, Sheffield? I think he might be. I know he's Nick Clegg is standing again. Fucking hell. It kind of like devalues, like, yeah, devalues MPs. It doesn't seem like <laughs> it's that hard to do that. But, I mean, with the kind of, the reasons that MPs have given recently, I mean, you've seen like Louise Mensch, uh, what's his name? Um, I think he went to the v and Museum, um, Tristram Hunt. Yeah. Um, Craig, what's his face? Again, not good with names. Um, leaving to like, pursue actual like careers where they make money. Yeah. And it's because they have access to that because when they become MPs, they're automatically in that class. They're yeah. in that political class. They get into the club. Um, yeah, they get into the into the circle, into the club. They get to the VIP mm. section and they're there for good. And just seeing them kind of drop in and out of it, mm. you know, it's a very... Because like, like Goldsmith is young enough and rich enough that you would not, you would think it's like, well, this is a pastime for him. Yeah. I don't believe, like, I have never been drawn particularly to think that he has any particular strong, strongly held Tory beliefs other than like his green Toryism. No, he's a, he's a, he's a bit of a libertarian, really. He's, he's a, like, I mean, he's, he's a, I know he's a, like, he's got like the environmental things, but like, you know, environmental standards in his hands. Yeah. Well, it's, um, he's, it's, he's not, like, a, it's not a commons issue. It's, he seems uh, to be like an environmentalist because. Him and his family own most of the planet. <laughs> kind of, it's that kind of thing of like, well, of course you're going to care about the environment. You own half of the country. <laughs> it's like the Prince Charles thing. It's like, of course, yeah. he doesn't want the land to well, be ruined. Well, you've got that sentimental attachment to things that they own. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, oh, Zach Why can't he be like his father and just like go and build a massive uh, geodesic dome in Mexico? Yeah, James, uh, James Goldsmith. His father, um, he got kicked out of his company. He was one of the early um, uh, mergers and acquisitions guys yeah. um, in Britain, anyway. And he was very like he was the libertarian. He was going to shake up the post-war state, and uh, he got kicked out of his. He got slowly um, kicked out of his uh, his business and all of the political influence, all of his, all of the politicians he'd spent money to try and influence and everything. All of his influence just went. And he had a massive strop, said the world was going to end, and went off to... Um, built a conservatory built in the a, desert. Built a huge, um, like, weird uh, solar-panelled, like, morning dome That's funny. in Mexico. He built, a, like, a fortress of solitude. Uh, he literally <laughs> built a fortress of solitude. And then came back briefly in 2000 to found the Referendum Party, which was the first anti-EU party to say, we'll uh, have an EU referendum and then we'll dissolve. <laughs> it's not, as far as I know, related to UKIP directly, but I mean, but, it's yeah. the same thing. It's the yeah. same impulse. Yeah. It's just a, a weird kind of. Uh... Yeah. Zach Goldsmith's a weird one, though. Because mm. he, like. Cause he's, he's married, well, he's to, the, he's he's the married fucking... to a Rothschild, isn't he? He is, yeah, yeah. I think he's. No, I think he's actually married oh, no, he divorced and divorced a Rothschild. a Rothschild, and then he's with some princess. <laughs> it's, uh, it's get a more stereotypically. Oh, rich man, <laughs> rich MP. But yeah, so the Lib Dem and the but basically the Lib Dems are shit. Don't vote for them. They're all 
side with the Tories at the drop of a hat and they'll just do what they did last time they sided with the Tories, which is nothing. Yeah, I don't understand how it's not as simple as they don't want what you want. They mm. don't want what, what's anything that's good for you. They really, really don't. Like, none yeah. of their policies want to make your life better. They just want to pivot off the success of others. And it's the thing that kind of... That I group them with the Green Party in this. It annoys me the way they approach it, approach parliamentary politics. It's a broken system, right? I understand that. Yeah. But the way that they approach politics... Like a few years ago, the Green Party had in their manifesto, we don't want to win seats, or we want to win just enough seats to be able to get into the corridors of power mm. and to influence whatever the government does. Mm. And it's like, that's not what you're there for. No. I'm sorry, you're not. No. You know, if you want to try and build up a party, you have to go and try and win and take government. It's, yeah. It's as simple as that. If you're not doing that, you are there just in order to gain power, mm. which is a gross motive. Well, it's, um, the Green Party haven't really done much, have they? Yeah, I've seen. Um, like, that, I, I tell you what, though, they did criticise Corbyn from the left um, for uh, what was it? Um, shit. Because he's in favour of vaccinations. Uh, there was some because he doesn't kind of, believe that homeopathy should be on the NHS. <laughs> uh, I literally can't remember. Oh, okay. There was yeah, we can cut that. I bit. saw that. Um, <laughs> right, uh, I, been, um, I know nothing about something that I vaguely remember, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I will be telling you about it in my column in the New Statesman. <laughs> um, okay, it was a good joke. Keep it. In. <laughs> um, I saw yeah, Jack Monroe. She's running on a single oh, issue, man. save the NHS this thing, is... and. I don't want to call her a liar. Right. But mm-hmm. just before she announced her single issue thing and had all her pictures done, yeah. um, which she had done properly to make her... She looks really weird. She look, does look like... Um, she's doing that kind of leaning and staring off into the distance like Stalin yeah. or Lenin. Or every uh, metal band photo ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But just before she did all this announcement, she went into hospital for anaphylactic shock. Yeah, well, I think she had a yeah. She according to her Twitter anyway, because I was I was monitoring like I was reading her Twitter just to to work out because she'd announced she was going to be as per our, our argument last so she week. She was going to be running. Um, she had said that she was going to canvass for Labour, and then uh, while I was on my way here, she had said. Since then, she said, "I'm going to stand as an MP." So I was quite interested to see whether she was going to do that kind of. No, she's just going to. She's going to party. split the vote and try and take votes from Labour. Um, and yeah, but anyway, so she was in hospital, and so she's like, "So I've seen hospital, and I've seen how bad a hospital is, and that's why we need to save the NHS type stuff." Mm. And that's a fucking wasted vote. There's an interesting thing with this election as well. I mean, it, it did. Ha- it's, it's always happened to a certain extent with like monster raving loonies and independent candidates. But there seems to be a trend of people who have online brands starting to run for mm. MPs. Yeah, and I'm sure Jack Monroe, in a certain extent, to a certain extent, has a, a good kind of um, has good reasons for doing what she's doing. But at the same time, it's just depressing to see that. She, I want to save the NHS. It's mm. like, how are you going to save the NHS? What By running against specifically the are you going to do? Yeah, well, no, she's just, but it's it's what the, would she do as always, an MP? Yeah, what, what could she yeah. do? It's always apart a, from fall into line with the with if the Labour Party win, yeah, she'd just have to fall into line with them anyway. She would have to vote with them, but she, I mean, she kind of she's left the Labour Party, I think, twice. She said she, she got, got kicked or out she last got year, kicked out for criticizing the dear leader, and it's like nobody. 
none of these people understand the importance of that kind of solidarity. Yeah. We've, like, when we were first planning to do the, the podcast, um, we just wanted a kind of outlet for what we were talking about anyway. Hmm. And we were trying to think of something funny, and we thought, oh, we could have a, a laugh at, like, all the fringe left groups. Yeah, because they're all funny. You they're know, funny because they are, they are fucking hilarious. The really hard left yeah. are absolutely hilarious. And they've got the benefit of, over the far right, the very, very far right, not that that's equating them in any way, but they have the benefit of usually being reasonably well-read, unfortunately yeah. almost too well-read. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we didn't want to punch left. No. Because ultimately they would be the people that, in a pinch you would have to defend if they had good if they were on a particular policy when issue generally they've got or they the, were on a particular in general they've got the right views they've got they want well i they mean want the when they want when they place. when they want good things they're good things they don't just despite want to guillotine everybody in the country yeah they're good well um <laughs> they're, no they're they're good things despite the, war, they're, <laughs> they're good things despite the fact that they're the people who want them, hmm. which is what pisses me off about a lot of the liberal things. It's like I don't want this good thing, but I I want this good thing, but I'm not going to support this person who proposes it because I don't like him. Yeah, it's an old fashioned like '90s attitude towards politics, born out of neoliberalism and the the kind of shift to the shift in left-wing parties to matters of culture rather than of policy and of, of material conditions. I've seen there's been a lot you know? of people online recently saying that neoliberal is just a slur it doesn't mean anything. Like, um, D-Ray. Oh, man, they've been going uh, on about that shit Black Lives Matter fucking guy. ages. Yeah, the guy yeah. who claims uh, leadership of Black Lives Matter, even though he's not. No, he's not a, really. Big fan of charter schools. <laughs> mm. Um but yeah, that neoliberal isn't really a thing. And without looking at Google, could someone explain to me what neoliberalism yeah. is? And it's like, well, yeah, loads of people can. Yeah. You fucking idiot. Yeah. it's There's loads of books on it. You're literally living it in it at yeah, the moment. You're literally inside of it yeah. now. There's loads of books on it. I mean, we'll probably do a do an episode on neoliberalism at some point in, um, in the future. Just probably when the Lib Dems side with the Tories for yeah, <laughs> yeah. the next election. Yeah. Um, um, this election. But yeah, um, yeah so... Oh, so that's the Lib Dems. So now on to the fringe parties. <laughs> UKIP. <laughs> UKIP. They're, they're being Man. so good. They're being so good. They're just going full on exactly what everyone said they were. Yeah. I did like, um, so, you know, get rid of the burqa. Yeah, burqa ban. But it will not cover large hats. <laughs> and it won't cover apiarists and their hoods. So that's good. So that's an out for any uh, practicing Muslims. Yeah, they could uh, all become apiarists. <laughs> they could all become apiarists. It's <laughs> just so dumb. And um, there's the thing as well that they're going to um, just start looking under the skirts of all the brown kids. Man, that was... Uh... But Diane Abbott was in favour of that a couple of years ago as well. Mm. But that's I think that's it stems from... It's a nasty thing, female genital mutilation. It's a yeah. really horrible thing. And instinctively, that might seem like the quickest and easiest way of dealing with it. Of just mandatory checking and telling, and then punishing parents. But that isn't how you deal with it. The way to deal with female genital mutilation is it's a job for gynecologists and midwives mm. and talking to women who've had it yeah. when they're pregnant and when they're raising their kid, mm. like, this isn't a good thing. Yeah. This is a bad thing. Not expecting children to 
dobbing their parents it's because the, that's not going to happen. It's the it's the same. It it falls under the rubric of kind of policing. They're policing minorities. That's their solution yeah. to. It's their blunt instrument to police minorities, mm. which yeah. is to and the whole reason for UKIP doing it is I they don't give a fuck about no. any of those little Muslim girls. They're using no. it as a way of saying, "Look at the barbaric Muslim Yeah, isn't yeah. he horrible? Yeah, there's Turks at the gate, and we're going to um, put our boys in blue on it by yeah. presumably getting them to carry around some obscure gynecological instrument and. They'll be just, you know those like, those little mirrors on a stick that dentists use? They're just covering looking under skirts. Well, it's going to be standard issue now that they'll all have mirrors on their shoes. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking horrible image. Just shining up their boots real shiny. But, um, yeah, so that's UKIP being UKIP. Um, <laughs> because what else are they going to fucking do? There was the only... The, the, well, the, Nigel Farage was bitching on the radio today... Oh, was he? ...about how um, Keir Starmer proves that... Um, that the Labour Party are just going to cancel Brexit. Even though he specifically said yeah. that they weren't. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Because nothing... Facts don't matter to Nigel Farage. Facts don't matter to him at all. No. <laughs> they never have. He's, they another, never he's another one, actually, isn't he? He's a dabbler. What, in like, politics? No, he yeah. isn't. He's been, he's been heavily... He's been just doing politics... Just because he's failed at becoming an MP eight times or seven times or whatever. He's still... He's an MEP and he's still a politician. He can barely handle that. He could barely handle the kind of Brexit referendum. Oh, no, he can't. No, well, he's good. Because um, it's because... You know, after he all breaking of his, down. He wasn't allowed... He was in UK... He was a, he became a ukip guy mm. and did all that because he wouldn't get enough attention if he was in the Tory party mm. in the same way like um why Galloway does his stuff yeah um but then when the leave campaign was happening because he wasn't allowed to be front and center and the king of leave mm. that's so he just got all pissy yeah because he's a pissy little bitch but um <laughs> and now he's like staying in Europe and he says he's not going to run again yeah because he has more power there. And it's like, no, you don't. You keep on talking about how there's no power in Europe except <laughs> by these dictators. But also, it's because he knows he'd lose again. <laughs> Which, it would have been funny to watch. Um, but, yeah. They've all, been, yeah they've, all, they've, all, they've all gone back to the Tory party. Mm. They've, as we've predicted, well, as we've said, as we've said, Carswell's because, not running. He's going Carswell's to be um, not running. Um, Aaron Banks has uh, has climbed down from his promise to run against him in Clacton because, again, it's that thing of nobody really wants to be an MP. No, not there's not that many people who actually want to go in for that, no. which is, I think, an interesting you know because usually for those those kind of people, those people who crave that kind of political influence and political power mm. they were always kind of up for that mm. they always were any chance it's like it's 500 yeah. quid I'll lose 500 quid it's fine they seem much they seem and like Theresa May is they a seem much example. more they're, way, they're fragile they're brittle mm. and they can't handle being bitched about especially Twitter is the best thing for MPs yeah it's also the worst thing. Yeah. Um, it's terrible if you're a brittle person that can't handle anyone yeah. saying anything bad about you and you end up going insane, like J.K. Rowling, searching constantly for any mention of yourself, yeah. and then bitching them out. Yeah. Um, like Chelsea Clinton. Yeah. Chelsea Clinton is my favourite mm. at the moment because she's starting a fight with Drill, which just <laughs> seems stupid. Drill's just a comedy account. 
yeah, yeah. He's a, a well, it's like she's going to an argument. She's going to an argument with a bot, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, for the, the, the fucking idiots. But yeah, so um, and so MPs now they're not they don't they don't have the respect that they used to, which is good. It puts uh, it puts the kind of criticism of Jeremy Corbyn into perspective again. Because yeah, because he like, he's literally rattled. taken nothing but shit yeah. every Endless single abuse. week yeah. for the last nine months. Yeah. And even more now it's ramped up. And he doesn't appear to be cracking. No, he was good on um, Ma on yeah. Sunday. He just says he relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, so yeah. that's... I mean, actually, the... Uh, Moving on, actually, hmm. I've just I've just scrolled down our running order, and obviously there's one big thing we haven't talked about, which is the actual government, yeah. <laughs> the Tories. Well, yeah, because um, because it's hard hiding. to talk about the Tories because there's well, you, have you seen any of them talk apart from Fallon say that you know he'd he'd annihilate everybody on the planet, <laughs> yeah. um, that, that his favourite film growing up was Fred's, <laughs> <laughs> and he just wants that. <laughs> Um, he thought that was a rom-com. <laughs> he thought where, where the Wind Blows was just... A, <laughs> he thinks the film version should have been Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan. Um, but um, yeah, Theresa May has been... She's down in the bunker, poisoning um, her dog and <laughs> convincing her husband to take poison. Yeah. Um, she's only travelling by helicopter. <laughs> From locked room to locked room. With the Conservatives just sending out videos to the press that are then played. Without any criticism. So essentially, of the she's f- like John McAfee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Helicoptering from Bolivian drug den to Bolivian drug den. Yeah. Occasionally releasing YouTube videos about her crazy visions for the world. Yeah, except I don't think John McAfee is going to kill as many people <laughs> at all. It's a, I mean, it's a, like, it's every, insane. And or, or, she's going to snap. That's yeah. why, because um, that's why you name? need to the, press her. I think the Australian like, who's running her. it, Linton yeah. Crosby, Linton because he's um famous for being intensely risk averse. Yeah. yeah, and she's a liability. Yeah, she's a massive liability because the more she talks, the more you hate her. Yeah, um, it takes a lot for a Tory to get booed by a whole lot of coppers, but she got booed by a whole lot of coppers quite yeah. a few times. Yeah, and yeah, she's and didn't she get um shouted at by some bloke because she walked across his lawn? Yeah, uh, I actually have this story up here. It was uh, only reported in the Express and Star, local uh, black country newspaper, weirdly enough. <laughs> um, let's see. Graham Mills, 73, who lives on Orderdale Avenue, Dudley, where the PM went campaigning on Saturday morning, said he was really disappointed with the PM's performance and even refused her permission to walk on his lawn. He quizzed her on privatisation, her refusal to take part in leadership debates and her poor record as Home Secretary. <laughs> she didn't answer him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no shit. But yeah, it's, he has it's, now been black bagged and taken away to a, a black site <laughs> until after the election. Yeah, it's the same place they buried the headstone. <laughs> yeah, and the Tories are doing nothing, and then Laura Coonsberg says that they're being really great and caddy operators and letting Labour sweat. It, yeah, it, oh my god, it it totally kind of exposes that narrative thread that the media have refused still to take responsibility for. Of, Ah, she's the strong and stable candidate. And it's like, since she's been Prime Minister, she's promised that your economy will shrink, and she's tried to declare war on Spain. <laughs> and now she's in favour of a preemptive nuclear strike against... And now she's in favour of preemptive nuclear who? strikes against... Anyone. <laughs> people who are... Uh, against countries who were thinking of attacking Britain. 
I don't quite know how she knows, but it's she'll know. <laughs> she'll know. It's her. It's her vicar's upbringing. Yeah. Because that's the other thing that they constantly fucking bring up. Because the English are obsessed with this idea of some kind of steady state physics underlying the English genome that that once put under it. You know that whole thing about like. Um, uh, the bomb the moss thing if you hit me I'll go mental and I'll win in a fight right? yeah the English seem to think that if they get hit enough that eventually the blitz spirit will come back and reincarnate in them and everything will be alright like it was in World War 2 but the thing is the blitz spirit <coughs> and the vicar's values is part of that they seem to think that she's got this like unerring steadiness she's got this steely gaze where actually she's a fucking gaff prone idiot well, she's an absolute fucking oaf who got dressed up in a suit <laughs> by someone else and is kept out of the limelight because she's such a fucking liability. Yeah. And um, well, the thing is, the thing with the Blitz Spirit is the Blitz Spirit never left, hmm. which is why the British people have been able to be constantly abused by the government <laughs> and not really do anything about it. In fact, welcome more. Yeah. It's it's fine. Set fire to my house. But yeah. don't worry, the guy you hate down the road, his house is going to get set on yeah. fire too. If ever there we'll was proof that accelerationism well. doesn't work, it's yeah. Britain. Yeah. We were talking about it the other yeah. day. It's what the Ragged Trousers Philanthropist, a book I recommend everybody reads. Mm. Um, it's what that's all about. It's the Don't look into what you did afterwards the, when yeah, you start I mean, complaining yeah, about migrants. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's all about the, the attitude of the British working class in that they have a, a certain, uh, the British in general, have a certain level of masochism mm. about that kind of thing. They're like, they they seem to think that going through hard times is not just necessary, like, like not just um, it's the preferable, thing. It's pure. but it's necessary, yeah. you know? It's, um, it's, it's fucking insane, and it's going to kill us all. Mm. It's but the thing is, like with Robert Tressel, yeah, that's the name, Robert Tressel. Robert Tressel, um, yes. yeah. When he um when he started complaining about migrants towards the end of his life and holding rallies about migrants, yeah. To be fair, he's from Hastings, and Hastings doesn't have the best he was a historical. Paint, he was a painter. History he with was a um, painter decorator in Hastings. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, Hastings with immigration, 1066. Let's <laughs> go back. He's had a long history. <laughs> but yeah, so the Tories. It's hard to say what the Tories are doing it's because hard they're to not say doing what fuck they're all. Doing. I mean, they've got. Um, They've they've come out with the same energy cap that uh, all the press called uh, Ed Miliband Red Ed. Yeah, yeah. They said it was the beginning of the end. Yeah. It was it was uh, price controls. It was Soviet command but with her with her command and control economies. But she's doing exactly the same thing now, and it's um, it's infuriating, I suppose, because you see that kind of thing, and it's pointed out to you, and obviously, yeah, hypocrisy. It should get pointed out. But the utter powerlessness you feel after you've seen that and feel really good that you've caught them, mm. but then have no power to actually enforce any right vision of the world. Mm. It's fucking infuriating. It's fucking damaging for your mental health, let me tell you. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, so that's the Tories. Mm. And then the other thing is France. Oh, yes, we were going to mention France. France. Yeah, I think we because Mélenchon didn't get into the next round no, and he didn't get into not. the rest round, next round because of people in the Socialist Party saying not to vote for him and then yep. them wasting their votes on a dickhead. Mm. And so then Marine Le Pen got in. So it's between, what would you like? Would you like an anti-Semite who will demonise everyone who's tanned? Or would you like a man who will slash public spending... And 
demonise people who are unseasonably tanned. <laughs> because that's what you're going to get. And it's nice to see the um, the people coming out in support of Macron. Yeah. Like Chucker and Muna. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they're the same. And people. George Osborne. <laughs> because George Osborne thinks he's a centrist. Yeah. He's, well, he's and like they think that Macron is a centrist, and he's yeah. not a centrist. No, he's a right-wing investment banker. Yeah. God, there was a horrific uh, thing one journalist tweeted the other day. It's like, well, you know that the Tony Blair Centre for Change is going to be look for it, looking in the city right now for an Anglo-Macron. You know it. It's just going to be Tony Blair in front of that steamy mirror. He looks up after his morning shower. He looks into the mirror, sees his own face, and suddenly, as if from nowhere... His hand. He's not in control of his own hand. It's writing the words P and M in the steam <laughs> on the mirror. And suddenly he realises it was him all along. <laughs> and so I saw that there's a lot of liberals getting really angry mm-hmm. about the election in France. Yeah. And saying that um, Mélenchon voters aren't going to be voting for Macron. Yeah. They're either going to abstain or vote for Le Pen, yeah. which is patently false mm-hmm. um, all the election guff shows that they're mainly going to vote for Macron because mm. unsurprisingly people on the left don't like fascists Yeah, but the Filion voters, they're all going to vote for Le Pen mm. but it's nice. it'll be nice to see all the commentators in like the New Statesman and the Guardian come out in favour of voting for Jeremy Corbyn to get rid of the Tories yeah, they will. They definitely will. And they have, all the time, yeah, everywhere. Definitely time. not saying that you should vote for the fucking Lib It's certainly not true that the uh, number one article on their front page for the last like week or so has been, what if I want to vote for Labour but don't want to vote for Jeremy Corbyn? Yeah. And it's like, you don't have a choice. That's yeah. not how that system works. Yeah. I... Bitched and moaned at us to vote for Blair and for Have done Ed so Miliband. for years. Yeah. Hold then your nose yeah. and vote for Ed Miliband because he's worse than it. But I mean... You can't see it as anything more than uh, just a tactic now. Yeah. It's their tactic to build up yeah. fascism. And it's entirely our fault Yeah, if a fascist gets into power. It's mm. never their fault. No, in the first two hours after the election was called, it was, uh, yeah. as we mentioned last week, it was uh, Corbyn voters everything in the next five years is your fault. And it's yeah. like, well, no, it specifically isn't. No. It is the fault of the people. They've got this weird... Their brains have been fucking broken by um, almost too much kind of like high level game playing and political analysis. They've triangulated so much that everything that somebody does is specifically not their fault, and everything that somebody does actually does is specifically their fault, yeah. not their fault. You know, it's yeah. the 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 kind of chain of causation and and consequences just broken with them mm. because they've spent so long working out how they can steal the other side's policies and present them as their own that somehow the two sides didn't end up looking any different. Yeah. It's fu- it's completely fucked. Well, it's, um, they're going to be... It's, Macron will probably win. Um, even though oh, yeah. Le Pen stood down um, from the National Front <laughs> yeah. to make it a non-partisan thing. It's like, we well, still Le Pen. And the, pers- the the brilliant thing is the bloke who's stepped up to the plate and is now the leader of the National Front yeah. um, is even more of a Holocaust denier than she is. Even more of a Holocaust denier than her father. Well, the thing is, she does Because doesn't... he said, this bloke, um, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his surname, but Jean-Francois, I will pronounce, try and pronounce it, Jean-Francois 
Jalka or Jalki? Jalki. Jalki. Jalki said that it's impossible to use Zyklon B for mass extermination. And I couldn't read the rest of the article because I can't read French. But I imagine he was probably just trying to clear up some of the mystery around the Holocaust. He's just asking important questions about it. There's nothing wrong with asking questions. No. And he's tried. He has extensive experience with Zyklon B. (laughs) It's like like that. Where did you learn that Zyklon B can't be used for mass extermination? It's like, I've been using it on dissenters for years. It just makes them sluggish. I'm interested in the kind of um, where it goes from here as well, because, I mean, the common slogan on the left has been, you know, you vote Macron now, yeah, fine, but in 2022 you're getting Le Pen. And they will. Because none of the solutions... These... Fascist movements, they haven't come from nowhere. No. They've come from a very specific crisis within liberal European states and liberal parties themselves, left-wing parties, centre-left parties, I should say, themselves. Mm. They've they've come from the disappointment and the the bleakness of the things that they've been offered by people like Macron. The hope. Stability and strength and safety... That doesn't exist, and I feel like that hasn't quite gotten to a lot of people. I have a lot of discussions with people who, they have the same words that come up the same time when they talk about Macron or Nick Clegg mm. or um, Tony Blair or um, uh, even like Theresa May, mm. if they're feeling generous. You wouldn't necessarily describe them as Tories or Tory supporters, but it's st- uh, safety, um, st- a safe pair of hands, stability, sensible, yeah. sensible, moderate. It's the big. There's this great trick that they've played that austerity is sensible. Yeah, yeah. And it works. But, and I, that's a thing that hasn't been covered at all by the press, yeah. that our debt mm. is much, it's gone up much more under the Tories than it ever did under Labour. Yeah. Um, not that I think that should be an issue. Well, no, it's not, it's not it an issue. It should be an issue. But they used it as a stick before, yeah. but now they've, they've just put that stick down. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> because austerity is... The whole point of it is to suck, is to privatize the state mm. and to suck money up from the bottom to the top. It's to make it's to make a, a particular national territory safe and desirable for international companies. Yeah, and it's working no as intended. Wage, disciplined labor, mm. that kind of thing. It's not about. It's never about saving money, which we've seen. Yeah, you have less rights, and they now, don't you care. Have more zero-hour contracts. Yeah. You have an easier, more pliable workforce for whatever mad. Mm. Uh, idea a corporation might have about production. Hmm. Yeah. 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 It seems uh, seems difficult. It, I mean, all the stars are aligning against Jacobs, Jezza, Jezza, J Man, JC. Well, maybe you know when George Galloway comes out in favour. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the Spartacist League can join the Communist Party and. <laughs> <laughs> tarring him with the reddest of red brushes. <laughs> I, who, I, I've said it many times already, but it's the only thing that keeps me going. It, that is that even if you, even if the left does lose this, that maybe something else comes out of it. I mean, it, it can only, it can only go up. Well, I mean, we're staring down an abyss. If France shows already. anything, and if Macron wins. And then does what he says he's going to do. Yeah. And it gets worse in France. Yeah. It, hopefully it will make people start to see that mm. that kind of 
middle of the road liberal democracy Blairism of low tax, yeah. low public, no public services mm. doesn't actually achieve anything and just makes people really angry. It's not. Um, they almost the Labour government's almost kind of coasted on the fact that they would have those public services to kind of rely upon to yeah. to pick up people and you know they did to their credit in certain cases and with certain massive kind of exceptions did fund those mm. those like social welfare things that people had needed to be pushed into doing it. and they had to be well they had to be pushed and there had to be qualifications so there had to be yeah. means testing they had to prove that they were getting value for money that kind of thing as opposed to funding something properly and creating something you could be proud of i don't know how much of that is left i mean Theresa may has gone further than Thatcher would have, but well, I mean, most of her work was done. With her but views on the public sector stuff, she's to the right of the BNP now. Yeah, well, no, the BNP have all. To be honest, that she on, with her immigration stuff, that was another story this week. I think that someone had said that her immigration platform is basically the BNP in two thousand five transposed. Yeah, but like her view on um, her, her view on means testing stuff is like what the BNP the, BM- the BNP had means testing bullshit. Yeah, but they've got that racial stuff. Their their weird thing, which is, is what the Tories are doing. As they well. were they were that old kind of um, like literally national socialists, where they were going to. Um, Fund those things at the—I mean—at the expense of every, yeah. every woman, every gay person, every ethnic minority, every person of color in the country. Mm. That's what they were going to do. They're actually an old status party, mm. um, which is where they—they they differ from UKIP in that respect. Yeah, but it's yeah. I mean, the choices—the choices are clear. We want. The, I don't understand why people don't celebrate that flag. That fact. Jeremy Corbyn has a distinct policy position yeah. that is separate from his opponents. Like you should love that. We should embrace that. Yeah, but despite what you, what you might want in your own particular life, like it's what you want. Well, it just shows it just shows a lot of liberals for what they are. They don't want they like the people who pretend that they're left wing. Yeah, because they think they're going to be ostracised if they say they're Tories. Mm. But when it comes to actually paying more taxes themselves. In their particular bubbles, it has a particular, it has a cachet. Mm. It has a, a value in presenting yourself like that. What kind of bugs me more is, is this kind of like taking political action as an individual. I mean, I don't want to pick on pick on Jack Monroe, but kind of hers was like, oh, I'm never going to shut up. I'm always going to have like the voice, and it's like, yeah, that is that is mm. important to have your own views and your own voice on things. But it's also important to work with other people because yeah. you cannot do it on your own. No, you li- you you literally can't. There is no. no mechanism for you to defend. I mean, she's standing in South End, isn't she? No, she hasn't decided. Um, oh, which, she hasn't. Decided. She's she hasn't decided somewhere which, in South End, which around one of the yeah. constituencies of South End. She's but there decided. is no way of you keeping South End Hospital open by standing for MP. Mm. And it, it just feels a bit... It feels cynical. At, the, it, at best, it feels politically illiterate. And at worst, it, it feels it downright is. fucking cynical. Well, it's it's self-aggrandising. Kind of yeah. And it is politically illiterate. She's She keeps on going on about, oh, people just don't like it when um, a working-class person wants to get involved in politics. It's like, it's not that, you fucking idiot. The people I mean, don't get me wrong. I do agree with yeah, what she says. But that people don't like it. People criticising her... Are they're people who are from? They're criticizing her from the left. They well, I mean, it, and she's going, oh, corporatists. I'm sorry, like it. She doesn't have that kind of. She doesn't have. She hasn't demonstrated 
any kind of theoretical reasons as to why the working class set up their own trade or unions and organisations yeah. back when the working class was a more uh, wasn't so divided and wasn't so atomised as it is now. The reason why you didn't have one working class person going into Parliament and just becoming PM on their own yeah. is because you had to ha- you had to have um, an organisation organi- behind, behind you. Yeah. They don't like that's the whole point of being working class. That's the that's the position of the working class in a capitalist society. Yeah, it it produces everything, and it should have everything the means of production and all of that stuff. It's not about getting elected to a democratic organ and having your say because after you've had your say, they'll do the same thing. Yeah, they'll do the same thing as they're always going to do because they have the actual power and they have the guns. Ultimately, if you look, they have the force. Mm. They have violence on their side. And on that sad note, oh, is it time? I'm gonna, well, I don't have a fully a a big thing to tell you, to cheer you up. Make me forget my troubles. I do have a good news story that was that made me laugh. Yeah. Okay. British council boss Angela Gibbons in Facebook row after attacking Prince George for white privilege. Uh-huh. Okay. A senior manager at the British Council is being investigated after attacking Prince George on Facebook under a post that called the three-year-old a fucking dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm back on board. <laughs> yep. Angela Gibbons, 52, was comment- commenting on a photo caption posted on the social media site, reports The Sun, that said, I know he's only two years old, but Prince George already looks like a fucking dickhead. Gibbons responded saying, white privilege, that cheeky grin is the already locked in innate knowledge that he's rich. He's royal, rich, advantaged, and will never know any difficulties or hardships in life. Let's find photos of three-year-old Syrian refugee children and see if they look alike, eh? Gibbons, head of global estates at the British Council, a taxpayer-funded charity that promotes the UK and the English language in more than 100 countries, reportedly earns around £80,000 a year. The British Council has a royal (laughs) charter and its patron is the Queen. Responding to to criticism of her remarks, she added... I'm sounding my socialist, atheist, and republic opinions. I don't believe the royal family have any place in a modern democracy, least of all when they live on public money. That privilege, and it needs to end. That's privilege, and it needs to end. I agree with everything that that, that woman says. Um, I, I, I she's do, from I, she lives in Walthamstow as well. She lives. Right oh, there. does she? Does she? Yeah. yeah. I. I <laughs> of all of the privileges that Prince George has. The white privilege is perhaps not the most important one. I mean, it feels well, it's weird. Just, I think it's it just, feels weird she was to on, rank she was, them. She was on a rant, really. Yeah, it feels but weird to I, rank I completely them, but... agree with what she said. <laughs> yes. Um, they all look like little dickheads. They all look like monsters. Um, what's her name? Kate Middleton pissed me right off when she was talking about how hard it is being a mother and, you know, sleepless nights and all that kind of stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, it's really hard when you've got a sleepless night and you have to get the nanny to take the baby and take it to the other wing. So you can't <laughs> To take it. it to where the other nanny lives. Yeah. The actual nanny. <laughs> Chief nanny. <laughs> but yeah. Did that cheer you up? Did that make you smile? That did cheer me up, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Aww. So, yeah. yeah, that's it for the show. That's it. This is, a, this is an on-running thing. I mean... There's no, do it, there's no other news stories no. at the moment. So we'll we're see, just maybe gonna... next week the Tories will have something. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, very strange. Um, but yeah, so that's us. Uh, it's episode ten. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, or you can follow us at wdtatw underscore podcast on Twitter, or you can follow Hugh at Tanner Smashing. Yes, uh, that's one N. Um, <laughs> 
in case you thought he really hated tannins. Um, <laughs> Just retweeting <laughs> wrestling kits. Ironically, tannins are one of your favourite things. <laughs> mainly all I do at the moment is retweeting wrestling gifts because I'm sad about everything else. <laughs> we all need an outlet. Yeah. Uh, find your outlet this week. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, guys. All right, guys. See you later. Bye. Since they amputated my food